0: Hey, and welcome to episode nine of Real Live Talk. I'm your host, Duke LaMastra. Thanks so much for taking the time to be here. For this episode, I sat down for a conversation with Pastor Terry Nightingale. Terry is the pastor at Southern River Church of Christ in Western Australia, specifically in the city of Perth. And he's got a new book out that we talked about called Looking Back to Move Forward, Embracing Setbacks for Greater fruitfulness. This conversation really centered around understanding success from God's perspective, not defining ourselves based on the past or failures or mistakes, and recognizing God's desire to always bring us into greater levels of effectiveness and fruitfulness. Thank you again so much for being here. Now, I hope you enjoy this interview slash conversation with Pastor Terry Nightingale. All right, Pastor Terry, we're live. How you doing, sir? I'm good.
1: I'm good. That was a nice bit of guitar playing coming in there. Was that you? <laughs> I wish I could say that was me, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, I wish, wish I could play that well as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do mess around a little bit on the guitar, but uh, but no, that, that was not me. Um, so, yeah, but I heard you you play some guitar too, right?
1: Well, I think I mess around as well, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, I uh, I have been playing um, way longer than my standard suggests. Um, so, you know, I've been playing, I don't know, since I was uh, in my teens, and I'm now in my early 60s, so what's that, uh, 40 years plus. So I ought to be brilliant, you know? <laughs> I ought to be, I ought to be a, a John Petrucci or a Steve Vai or something. Should I like gotcha? Uh, but I'm, uh, um, yeah, I enjoy playing. But I wish I was better
0: than I am. Hey, man, I I started playing when I was a kid, too. Put it down, picked it back up, put it down, picked it up, did that all my life. And so, yeah, 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 I'm kind of in that same boat. But um. that's right. But sir, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Let me just kind of set the tone here. Hey, everybody, this is Real Live Talk. This is episode number nine, and I'm here tonight with Pastor Terry Nightingale. Terry is the pastor at Southern River Church of Christ in Western Australia, and uh, he's got a new book out that we're going to talk about, too. It's called Looking Back to Move Forward, Embracing Setback for Greater Fruitfulness. (laughs) Fruitfulness, excuse me. And there it is. Right there, so uh, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit, but a yeah. um... bit of a long title, right? <laughs> the t- well, that was that was the title and the subtitle, right? So it's yeah, all, it's that's all right. good. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so Terry is uh, joining me from the literally the other side of the world. Yeah, and actually, uh, it's already tomorrow for Terry. That's kind of why we're doing this. Uh, for me, in the evening time, normally we do these in the daytime, but if we did these at the time I normally do them, it would have been like one in the morning, I think, <laughs> for you. Yeah, so. you're very, being very kind to me, Jude. <clears throat> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's all good. I'm super excited for the opportunity to to chat with you. Mm-hmm. And so the, the church is located in, is it Perth? Is that the name of the city? Yeah. Or...
1: That's and right. That's... So we're, we, we live in the most isolated city in the world. That's what it's uh, famous for, yeah. So we're uh, furthest from any other capital city than any other capital city, if that makes sense. Um, So, yeah, so we are on the west coast of uh, of Australia. It's, uh, I I say to everybody... All the way west, right?
0: Like literally uh, as far west as you can get, right? In in Australia, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And, um, yeah, I mean, we live in paradise, you know, climate-wise, it's beautiful. You know, the summers summers are fantastic. The winters don't go down that low. I mean, I'm wearing a jumper today. It's a bit cold this morning, but <laughs> it's very rare for it to go below zero here. Um, so uh, it's nice. Um, I can wear a t shirt most days, most of the year. Um, it's a beautiful place. And, you know, the capital, the, the city itself, the CBD, is just a lovely, lovely, clean place. So, yeah, it's a joy to be here. Um, we came over in um, 2003. Mm. and um I mean very briefly the story is we came out here for one year and we're still here
0: wow Um, okay just suffering for just suffering for the cause of Christ
1: huh (laughs) God yes suffering for the sake of the gospel yeah
0: (laughs) yeah where were you before that okay so
1: I'm English as you can tell from my accent um and uh of course I was born in the UK and um I met Sue my wife um she's Australian but she's what they call first generation australian her parents okay. were um, english and scottish and um they, so she grew up here actually not very far from where we're living and um but the family moved back to the uk um in the late 1980s and um i had been um part of a church a really great church and the, the south of england and i'd be, i had been praying for a gorgeous blonde to join the church so i could marry her <laughs> and uh, uh sue joined the church and um we uh we uh we connected and uh we uh we got married and that was lovely and we were very happy in the uk actually we um mm-hmm. um we were very settled there and uh, um my job came to an end, um, and uh, so I needed to look for the next uh, the next job. And uh, so we knew we were in a time of transition. And um, at the time, I was working partly in ministry and partly in in church ministry and partly in Christian schools. Okay. And um, my uh, I, I had a contract with a church. Um, which uh, had been for a couple of years, and as I say, that time was up. And um, uh, we knew we would have to move from where we were in order to uh, move to the next job. So I just said to Sue, hey, look, we're going to move anyway. Do you fancy an adventure, you know, do you want to, let's go back to your home. Let's go back to, uh, to Australia. And she looked at me and she said, nah, not doing that. <laughs> she was really settled in the UK. And uh, and I said, well, you know, why don't you pray about it? You know, let's see. You know, so we had one car in those days, and I drove her to work and uh, dropped her off. And you know, uh, within within just that day, I picked her up later on that day. She said, god's spoken to me. We got to go to Perth. We mm. got to go back. Wow! And um, wow. that was amazing. You know, that uh, that she had that confirmation that quickly. Yeah, you know? that's awesome and then a number of things happened you know in the course of the next few months just to confirm that we were meant to be out here you know so uh, so here we are living in paradise building very a church. Cool. Cool.
0: my yeah. wife and I have dreamed of uh, visiting Australia for a very long time and one All day right. we're going to make it happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> one yeah of these days
1: yeah they're not letting many people in at the moment but uh, yeah yeah when things change uh, you must come over sure so being that you you are
0: in such an isolated um, place how has this past year been for you all with the pandemic and everything that's been going on? Has it affected you as, as greatly as it as it has, like you know, for us over here? Or yeah. I, I just don't really have much of a context for what yeah. it's been like yeah. in your neck of the woods this past year. So what what's that been like?
1: Yeah, well, not to minimize uh, the difficulties that sure. people here in Australia have gone through. Uh, I mean, there's um, there's a lot of people that have have have, have had gone through very, very, very real struggles. Sure, um, we we are not hitting it as nearly as heavily as in other parts of the world. Um, so um, uh, I understand it's it's you know it's been a tough ride for friends in the U.S. and and in my country in the U.K. I know they they're just kind of coming out of uh, you know a long difficult period in the U.K. Right. Um, there's more freedom there now, and of course we you know our thoughts. Uh, are there for for people people in India and and other countries? Yeah, it's really difficult. Absolutely. So you know, compared to those places um, here in Western Australia, we have it very easy. You know, um, so uh, our particular state, Western Australia, we don't have any case. Oh, I think we may have one case mm. in hotel quarantine at the moment. That's it. Right. Um, And because there are relatively fewer people living in a very large landmass, we can sort of isolate um, quite easily. Um, You know, I think when you have a very densely populated place, uh, it's much more difficult to get that balance between, Mm. you know, uh, uh, isolating people and keeping businesses running and all that sort of thing. Um, Whereas it's been easier here in Australia. Um, so in more popular, more populous places, uh, um, Sydney, Melbourne, over, over the Eastern side, um, things, uh, have been a bit more difficult for them over there. But, um, for us here in Perth, it's, uh, it's, you know, we're very blessed. We can carry on life as normal most of the time.
0: Yeah. Did you, was there ever a shutdown as far as the church is concerned? Did you guys have to do church from home for a while? Yeah, yeah. So we
1: we had a lockdown um, when it all uh, broke out really in in March, April last year. So we weren't meeting for, oh, must have been about, I don't know, six weeks, two months. We weren't meeting then. So we were doing, as most people were doing, doing either uh, so some people are live streaming weren't they and some people were doing pre-recorded so we were doing pre-recorded okay um and then you know with the strange kind of experiences of you know I'm sitting in my lounge um on Sunday morning with my wife watching myself lead me in communion you know it's uh, yeah <laughs> it's interesting <you> know, <laughs> weird kind of sort of world we live in um and we've had a couple of little spots since then where we've had temporary lockdowns. So, we had one not that long ago, maybe about six weeks ago, we had a a lockdown for about a week. Um, uh, Our our state governor, is, um, uh, state premier, is um, uh, pretty pretty good at saying, you know, okay, we've got one or two cases, we're going to lock everybody down just to get rid of it. Um, And, uh, you know, we can do that at the moment and the economy keeps running. Um so yeah, we're lucky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, hey, uh I, I want to get into your book, but uh just before we jump into that, I would just like to hear by the way, this is um this is our first conversation ever. <laughs> so <laughs> it is. We we've yeah. connected through like, you know, text and stuff like that, but this is our yeah. first actual conversation and it's happening you yeah. know live on the internet. So that's always interesting how that works out. But um but yeah, so I'm just curious. I, I know from, from what I understand, you've got a pretty interesting uh, journey as far as uh, pa- your pastoral journey, you know, how you became a pastor and what you're doing now. Could you just maybe just tell us a little bit about that? And um, yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear yeah. even a little bit about your heart uh, as, a, as a pastor and and what you're passionate about as far as your you yeah. and your church and your ministry and kind of how you got to this point.
1: Yeah, well, I I guess that one of the reasons why I wrote the book is because I feel that I've experienced failure a lot, you know, particularly in terms of sensing God call me in particular directions, and then either that it didn't work out the way I thought it would or that it didn't work out at all and did I hear right, you know. So, uh, I mean, perhaps a silly example would be that... um, you know we were talking about music earlier weren't we when i was in my teens um i loved playing the guitar and i like lo- i used to write songs you know and then i became a christian when i was about 19 um, at university mm-hmm. in london um i gave my heart to christ uh, then and i i started to have a passion to share the gospel through music so i was i was writing songs and and uh, then um, I also started writing worship songs and those sort of things. And my dream at that time was to be a Christian recording artist. You know, I wanted to write songs. I wanted churches to sing those songs. You know, and you know that never happened. You know, that never worked out. And um, I'm sure. Well, I've met uh, people since then who, who've had that same ex- experience. You know, that um, you, you have you have a dream and. And I, I guess, you know, that wasn't God's plan for me. You know, um, I still write music and I'm still involved in music, but I didn't become another Matt Redman or Chris Tomlin. You know, I didn't, uh, I didn't, um, God didn't use me in that way. And um, so I had to process that, you know, um, you know, what do, what do you do with that? And and I found that there, there have been other times when uh, something that I, I had a desire to do or I had a dream to do. And it didn't work out as, as I'd hoped, you know. And another one that I write about in the book actually is I was um, a, a principal of a small Christian school um, in the UK, and I had um, dreams that it would grow and it would have this fantastic influence, and you know, we'd have hundreds of thousands of kids coming through, and uh, you know, it would just be a real light on the hill and all that sort of thing. Um, but um, when I uh, started working for the school it was already suffering falling rolls, and um, as much as i tried to um, turn it around and make it grow um, it didn't work out and we ended up closing the school mm. and uh, for me that was uh, devastating at the time because you know i i was going for growth i was going for for this, this this, thing being, um, you know, I just imagined how it would give glory to God in the way that I thought it would. And right. and that didn't work out, you know, and, and I know a lot of good came out of it. I know that uh, we can look at how lives were changed through that school. Uh, but for me, it was a dream that didn't come true, if you like, you know, to, to see it really grow and flourish. And so, um, you know, experiences like that along the way, um, and now I find myself um, in ministry and I, I have felt a call to to work as a, to serve as a pastor for a long time but it's taken you know uh, quite a while for me to uh, finally uh, do that um, and um, uh, you know that hasn't been a smooth, easy ride and so 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 a lot of um, my thoughts that have gone into the book have really been, well, you know how how do we, make sense of 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 things not working out as as uh as they should you know and that's i I, i'm not sort of i'm not sort of saying don't go for your dreams i'm not saying that but i think there are times when things don't work out when there are discouragements where there are setbacks where we feel we might have failed at something and you know what does god how does god help us through that you know and uh, and i i found as i over the years as i really Pondered on that when I studied the stories in the scriptures, um, I, I realized that actually it's much more about God forming my character than it is about um, me being successful. You know. Um, so that was yeah. uh, that's been my journey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. It's you know God's got all of us on a different journey, and I think that we get into trouble when we try to compare where we are, you know, with somebody else and where somebody else is, yeah. you know? And, and I think that, um, you know, if we're defining success based on the world's understanding of success, yeah. then clearly, you know, we'll be able to look at so many different circumstances in our lives and be like, oh, I failed. I'm a failure. Yeah. That didn't <laughs> exactly. work out. Exactly. But uh, but when we, when we define success, Based on the calling of God on our lives, you know, when we, when we define success based on obedience to what God is saying to us and what God is calling us to do, then we've got to, we can shift our perspective on that. Yeah. And we can. You know, we can really begin to look at things in a different way and recognize that even even when something fails or when something doesn't yeah. work out, it doesn't yeah. mean that I'm a failure. You know, yeah. and I really exactly. believe that the only way that we can actually fail completely yeah. is to just quit and give up yeah. and to just exactly. stop going after, you know, what exactly. God is leading you to do. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think it's learning to recognize the the the. the, the evidences of grace a friend of mine used to talk about evidences of grace and um, uh, so for example this last sunday it was a public holiday weekend you know monday Mm -hmm. was a public holiday so you know a lot of people away and so for example our numbers were down at church this week and uh, i could have got really discouraged about that
0: sure yeah weren't that many
1: people there but you know a guy came up to me afterwards and I've been but we're we're preaching through Acts, the book of Acts at the moment. Love it. And um so I've been preaching on um just the beginning of Paul's second missionary journey. And um and a guy just came up to me afterwards and said, Thanks, that was just what I needed to hear today. Cool. And um and I thought, okay, let's get this in perspective. May not be many people there this morning, but God spoke to one person. That's quite, yeah, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting too how just one little thing like that can do that to you, can shift your perspective, yeah. make you feel like, OK, all right, that's good. Like, um, I, I think that we're we're so into that as as people, as humans. I think that God has hardwired that into our nature, even to to desire impact, you know, and to desire yeah. fruitfulness. And yeah. so and and I love that. Um, tell me the, the subtitle of the book is Embracing Setbacks yeah. for. Um, right, sir fruitfulness greater yeah. fruitfulness okay thank you for yeah. helping me I didn't want to I didn't want to butcher it uh, embracing yeah. setbacks for greater fruitfulness so yeah um yeah just just keep going tell me a little bit more about um about your heart behind behind that
1: yeah so uh, that particular phrase there is um has come out of John 15 you know that passage uh, where Jesus says I am the vine and you are the branches you know and we're, we're brought into the vine We're you know we're adopted in in christ and uh he says the father's the gardener you know yeah and um my my wife and i are not very good gardeners you know we tend to kill plants rather than see them flourish (laughs) um but uh, we know a little bit about gardening not much um but we do know that every now and again you've got to trim plants you know rose bushes or trees or whatever you've got to trim them back sometimes so that they can grow better and you know in john 15 it talks about how the father Um, prunes you know but interestingly he it doesn't say that he prunes those that are unfruitful it says he prunes both yeah yeah both the fruitful and the unfruitful so you know whether we in the world's eyes are fruitful or not there are times when the father gets his saccateurs out and he prunes us and, um, and and the key verse is, so that you may be even more fruitful, yep. so yep. that you may be even more fruitful. And that was a it was a, a really important it's a realization for me, is that at times when I have felt discouraged or I felt there's been a setback or things haven't worked out the way I, I had planned, maybe the Father is pruning me, you know, and, and that I'm going through this so that i will be even more fruitful you know and i remember uh, another pastor friend of mine saying to me once you know everything you've been through it is leading up to the next thing he's got you to do you know yeah so so all the experiences you've had up to now they are qualifying you for the next thing god has for you to do Mm. and um, i really believe that actually you know i think that um I don't think it's good for us to have sort of success after success after success, you know, how, how we measure success. I think we sometimes need those times of reliance on him and, um, acknowledging what he's doing through the more difficult times so that we can be even more fruitful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And I I think the key is really to not define ourselves based on any of that. Like when we, when we have, success or you know when when something works the way that it's meant to work and when something works in a way that exceeds our expectations and when something flops that we could actually you know sometimes life is is uh, where's the camera sometimes life is like this yeah but But us emotionally and as children of God and spiritually, like we don't have to do all those up and downs with life based based on that, because we know that our identity is solidified in Christ. We are who we are because he said who because we are who we are. We are who he says that we are. Yeah, we're who who he says that we are. And that's not based on how well we follow through on plans it's yeah. not based on that at all it's it's just it's based on his just perfect intense constant love for us yeah and the fact that we belong to him as his sons and his daughters you know yeah. and and it's good so, to remind, us,
1: remind ourselves of that every day isn't it yeah you know thank you god i am i am your child i know you love me i know you're for me not against me you know and um you know wh- whatever's going on in our lives we are still 100 percent welcome into his presence you know Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so um, uh, tell us, uh, because I, just so I don't forget, I, I know that the book is available on Amazon, but um, yeah. what's the best way that people can kind of either find it or, or get to it? Is it available on your website or how does how does that work?
1: Uh, My uh, website is being uh, revamped at the moment, um, it's it's a building site at the moment, a friend of mine is doing a great job revamping it, so that's probably not the best place to go at the moment. But yeah, definitely Amazon, Um, so that's Amazon US, Amazon UK and Amazon Australia. Um, It's available there. It's also uh, available on eBook, Kindle and, um, what do they call it? audiobook hey, as well oh audiobook, audiobook as okay well. great yeah actually i was really pleased with the audiobook they got this guy to read it and um in one of the early chapters uh there's a quote from uh yoda you know from star wars there's uh-huh. a quote from there people are going to wonder is this a christian book yes it is uh, <laughs> but there's just this really cool quote from yoda that i thought i've got to put that in the book and um and the, the guy reading it sounds like yoda when he does it it's fantastic <laughs> that's awesome uh, yeah. Um and it's it's also available through the publisher, so the publisher's KARIS Publishing, so that's K H A R I S Publishing, so it's available awesome. there too. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, yeah, so eventually they'll be able to go, and I'll put it up here on the screen, terrynightingale.com is where they'll be able to go eventually to find you know some resources. Yeah. Right now we're just kind of under construction, you said. Uh, so yeah. right now probably the easiest way would just be to go to Amazon and uh, to search either probably with your name, Terry Nightingale, um, or the title of the book, or both. Uh, yeah. Again, the title of the book is... Looking Back to
1: Move Forward.
0: Wonderful and so did the, the gentleman that that did the audiobook, is he yeah. an australian gentleman or no he's american actually he's american uh, okay yeah
1: yeah so um
0: <laughs> i was gonna say like my favorite thing is um i just like i love i love your accent um i love the english accent i love the australian accent um you know i love it so much I, there's something that's so that's just so cool there's so, something's, Uh, I feel like, I feel like your accent just enhances the reading of scripture. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I've always just loved, I've always just loved it when I, like, I love the Bible. The Bible's great. The Bible's amazing all by itself. But I just feel like when the Bible is read by somebody with uh, an English accent and I'll show you an accent, even like a South African accent. I just love the, I love the, <laughs> the depth and the richness of it. I just feel like it just puts me in. The that's really funny right because right there, are, there are,
1: there are some English people. Uh, and, and as an Englishman, I can say this. There are some English people who I think genuinely believe that Jesus was English. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, funny. maybe that's
0: what it is. I don't know. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all right, so we've got a few minutes left here. Um, yeah. What What else can you tell me? Um, just um, about the either about the book or about your ministry? Uh, something that you're just your heart. You know, your your what you're passionate about for people.
1: Yeah. Well, I think just one other thing about the book is um, a, yeah. a lot of it is um, based on the book of Deuteronomy, and uh, the Deut- the book of Deuteronomy is this really cool book in the Old Testament um, where Moses is. Um, basically standing up in front of the whole nation, um, and um, he's saying to them, you've got to face your past um, in order to move forward, Um, because he's saying we're about to enter the promised land, Um, and you know, in, in kind of modern you know, if we were to do a modern rewrite of this, if we had somebody sort of saying, right, we're going to lead you into this new land, you know, you'd have this sort of big speech about, you know, we're not going to give up, you know, we're going to we're going to press on, we're going to win the battles, you know, be all of that. But actually what Moses does, he stands up in front of the nations and says, um, okay, you've got to face your failures, guys. Uh, or you've got to face, you know, where things didn't work out in the past, because if we're going to move on and we're going to take up the land that God has for us, um actually there's some there's some stuff that that that's unfinished that we need to deal with you know so it so the, the deuteronomy or at least the early chapters of deuteronomy uh, are all moses saying let's go back in time let's relive some of these stories let's learn from them let's see what god's teaching them and then we move on you know and that that became a quite a, a an important story um for me as i was um writing this you know, just that thought that, um, God gently leads us through stuff in order that we might, we might move on. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, so that's, that's, um, uh, that's another key scripture for that book. Um, yeah, with regard to what, what I do here, so I have a privilege of being a pastor for, um, a, a church in the southern suburbs of Perth and we're, we're just, uh, sharing the gospel with people and, um, seeking to bring them to Jesus and, uh, um it's a joy to do that well like many cities around the world um this is a very multicultural city and so one of the one of the challenges we have here is is how to bring the gospel to people from all over the world who many of whom are still learning the language you know so we're just um we're just uh enjoying that journey it's
0: good yeah yeah that's incredible how long have you been there as the pastor
1: uh just just almost exactly three years actually yeah awesome yeah
0: uh yeah well just kind of uh go, going back to one thing that you said uh again that, that just really stuck out to me from john chapter 15 and mm. how jesus says you know that you may bear more fruit and yeah. just that desire of god in our lives to bring us into into greater levels of fruitfulness into greater yes. uh, levels of 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 experiencing his goodness, even in the yeah. way that it, that it flows through us. And, yeah. you know, I think it's so important to remember for, you know, cause uh, I don't know who's going to be listening to this. Um, but you know, that, it's it's relevant for every single believer. You know, it's not just for those who are in ministry, for those who are, you know, pastors and preachers and missionaries. But if you're in business or, um, you know, you work a job or you're a stay-at-home yeah. mom or, you know, whatever the case is, yeah. stay-at-home dad, like, you know, whatever the situation is in life, it's just um, God wants you to be more fruitful. He wants yeah. you to bear more fruit. And so yeah. the fact that he's so... He's so involved in our lives on that level. He's so intricately involved in all of the details and the nuances of our lives that he pours into us in that way. And, yeah. you know, I've used this, this phrase so many times. It's, you know, God loves every single one of us. He loves us exactly as we are, but he loves us so much that he doesn't want to leave us where we are. You yeah, know? very good. So he's not trying to change yeah. us because he doesn't like who we are, but at the same time, he's wanting to bring us into that next level. Um, that's right yeah
1: See, he he the father loves the son and he he loves who his son is and he, we are being transformed into the image of his yes son. yeah come on yeah
0: yeah and there's nothing but like that is that is success let me just say that yeah. you know we're talking about success and failure like that is the picture of success just becoming more like him becoming more more yeah. like Christ and that yeah. happens as you know, one of my favorite verses is uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 saying that beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord we're transformed into the same image from glory to yeah. glory. So yeah. how do we trans how are we transformed more and more into his image by beholding him? You know, by yeah. contemplating him. So I think yeah. we could even relate that to what we're talking about, not contemplating your failures to the point that they mess you up and and you internalize them to the point that you define yourself Mm. by that but being able to recognize you know there there's definitely something that's healthy about evaluating you know where you went wrong and where you messed up and all of that kind of stuff but always maintaining as your focus jesus himself you know his words Um, his truth his promises amen yeah
1: a relationship with him is the most important thing yeah Yeah. i i actually don't I, I, I think God does care about what we do and, and he does have purposes for us and he does have things he wants us to do and, you know, um, uh, Ephesians 2.10 is, is one of my sort of life verses, you know, God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he's planned in advance for us to do, you know, it. all of those things are right, um, but ultimately he draws us into a relationship with himself, you know, and uh, we... We we become who we are meant to be, in His presence Amen. Um, as children of God. Yeah. yeah,
0: love that, love that. Well, hey, just before we wrap this up, um, tell us tell uh, tell us about the the four minute devotions, um, the the blog slash podcast that you do, and uh, how we can find that and connect with that for some just some more resources.
1: Yeah, thanks. So the uh, the four minute devotions are something I started about a year and a half ago, and they're just uh, just a, a tool for um, helping people to be in the Word every day, um, and. Um, uh, be in prayer, and so they're they're really simple. They're just you know based around a scripture or two, and just a few thoughts about it, and uh, su- suggested things to pray about. Um, particularly for those who are on the go, you know, lives are very busy. Um, maybe uh, maybe if you enjoy listening to to things on you know on your way to work or something like that, and uh, um, it's easier to. To uh, to uh, draw near to God, listening to something, then then sitting down reading, uh, but um, the, the, so the the podcasts are a version of that that uh, you can listen to, um, or they are available in written form um, on a blog. Um, as as uh, yeah, Duke, as you were saying, the um, my website is under construction at the moment, terry um, but. Um, I think probably if you, if, if uh, I haven't done this actually, but if you typed in four-minute devotions, um, it will probably go there. Um, well, question, do you
0: know, um, because I saw, I believe we use uh, the same platform, do you use Red Circle for the, the podcast? I do, yeah. Itself. Do you know the address on Red Circle? Because it's usually redcircle.com slash shows slash whatever so Same. I wonder it might just be four minute devotions or I'm was, not sure. yeah
1: four minute devotions the podcasts is, is what it's called yeah so that's probably you're probably right red circle shows and then four minute devotions the podcast I think that's probably right um, yeah
0: or just google it and we'll find it um i know yeah. uh i know i find i find your stuff by uh through the linkedin connection so yeah. people can can uh can uh, check you out on linkedin as well and you know find the content that you're putting out that way um yeah i lo- i've checked out a bunch of them i've of, of the of the blogs and the and the podcasts i I'm I'm like a huge fan of podcasts, so I'm more likely to to listen to something than read something. But I've read some of them too, um, and I've and I've listened to to um, to a bunch of them. And um, yeah, the, I love the accessibility of it. I love the accessibility of what you're doing, just like four to five minutes, and just kind of on the go and get just checking it out. And as a good way to sort of um, it's like a prompting or as a, a jump start for the day of like okay, let's let's get focused. You know yeah. for people that are looking for something like that maybe not sure how to start not sure how to yeah. start you know where do i open up my bible to or yeah you know just sort of like having that that prompting i love the accessibility of what you're doing there so
1: yeah i love that phrase you used to say jump start that's really great <laughs> jump start, yeah
0: <clears throat> yeah um, well, thank you, sir. Thank you for being here. I know uh, I know, we're up against the clock, and we're going to have uh, to go ahead and end this, but I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Uh, again, once the construction process is over, you can check out uh, uh, everything that Pastor Terry Nightingale is, is doing in terms of the, the blog and the podcast and the books and all of that at TerryNightingale.com, and uh, check out the book on Amazon. Uh, give me the title one more time.
1: Looking back to move forward.
0: Can you, do you still have it in front of you? Could you hold it up so that we can, yeah. uh, right there, there we go. Looking, <clears throat> excuse me, looking back to move forward, embracing setbacks for greater fruitfulness the author is terry nightingale um yeah thank you everybody for taking the time to check out this episode and uh, if you're looking to be notified of the of the next episode here you can go to my facebook page at dk if you like and or follow then you'll automatically receive notifications of future live events i'll be back with you on thursday afternoon with my next guest and, uh, yeah, Pastor Terry, thank you again, sir. Appreciate you, appreciate your time and, uh, all that you're doing to just, um, just point people to Jesus. I love it. So, so thank you again. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Stu. It's been a real pleasure. All right. We'll see ya. Thanks again for catching this episode of Real Live Talk. For future reference, new episodes are released live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube every Monday and Thursday. And uh, these podcasts are uploaded later on to Spotify, Apple, Google, and most of the major podcast platforms out there. If you haven't done so already, if you'd consider subscribing, and uh, if this episode blessed you or added any kind of value to your life in any way, if you're looking for a way to support the channel, you can do that again by subscribing, also by sharing and leaving a review. Thank you so much. Hope you have a blessed day.